Tonight on the Band from Ringside podcast, we got your takeover recap, your G1 Supercard recap, your Mania recap. We're talking about Raw after WrestleMania, SmackDown after WrestleMania, Bret Hart gets attacked by a fan, that, and a whole bunch more tonight on the Band from Ringside podcast. Ditch that 9 to 5. It's time to feel alive. Hello, Marks. So welcome to the Band from Ringside podcast. I'm your host, Bill Vagey, a.k.a. Smart Twain. And to my right, <laughs> oh, we like have that. Two nice. Beers, Zach Pullman. What's going on, Two Beers, Zach? I like that a lot. Uh, you'll be happy to know. I know you're going to be super excited. Uh, I got my ticket for Avengers Endgame today. So Yeah. Nice, pumped. Baby. That's, that's Bill's favorite stuff. Yeah, pumped about the Marvel <laughs> Bill, stuff. Bill was drunk at the WrestleMania party, and he was... Just unloading about how lame the Marvel universe is. So. It's funny, I don't remember that part at all. Really? It's, it's at his right as always. We have Jason Cornelius Bell. What's going on, JCB? Allow us to bow our heads as we read from the good book of the Band for Breakside Podcast, Volume 102, Chapter 3, Verse 14. The good smart saith, hashtag boo the heels. It is all good, baby. Shout out to my girl, Becky Balboa. Love you, babe. Um, WrestleMania party. Yeah, so interesting. He doesn't remember. You don't remember like looking at me and Steve and saying, "Do you like Thor? <laughs> Do you like Iron Man too?" Uh, that was that. It's coming back to yeah. me now. Like, Do you like Thor? Do you like Iron Man too? So condescending. <laughs> I hate that shit. I really, I really do. I hate it. it. I mean, but it's like Nas said. You know, they fear what they don't understand and hate what they can't conquer. So I fear what man. Yeah, just because inferior man. So we are coming at you. Who's MIA this evening before I forget? Yeah, we are missing Murray Man tonight who got called into work. I don't know how we're going to fill up the next hour and 15 minutes without a fourth guy. You know, I I guess we'll just have to make some shit up. But we're missing you, Murray Man. We are coming at you from the exquisite Shock City Studios in. Beautiful St. Louis, Missouri. It's been nice out today. A little rainy, but we got Sam the Mauler Mall. Turn the knobs. Mr. Perfect's in the house. Uh, A bunch of stuff to get to tonight. Obviously, it's the biggest week in wrestling. Frankly, I've been just trying to ride that wrestling pony until today so I can give it up for a few days because I (laughs) want to stop. I want to stop. That's a bad visual, dude. (laughs) I want to stop thinking about wrestling just for a few days after today, but... My life has been encompassed with wrestling for a while. Um, you don't feel the same way? You just want to get right back into it? I, I mean, I took, it's been I a lot a, of wrestling. Okay, and as the hardcore wrestler watcher of the group, I took You do watch more wrestling than we do. As soon as WrestleMania was done, I didn't watch anything until Raw Monday night. So that I, was a few hours. That now. was like fucking... I mean, by the well, time sorry, WrestleMania ended at midnight, <laughs> that was literally Easter. 18 hours. Honestly, okay. if I'm not working, I'm watching a- wrestling or I'm listening to wrestling podcasts, it's kind of a problem. Okay, see? Wow. That is, see, I, I, got, I take a couple days off a week, but you know what? It's a luxury of a WWE Tonight, thing. I'm... Oh, what you say? Oh, I, I missed it. You know what? I don't even care. Tonight, we're, let's get into it. Let's get down and dirty. Before we get too into it, we're going to talk about that day one-ish sponsor, that Soul Taco, with which is that Korean-Mexican fusion food that you never knew that you needed, but once you get it, you'll never forget it. 
they have two food trucks driving around the St. Louis, Missouri area. One in the, uh, they have a brick and mortar store in the U State Loop in Chesterfield, in Chicago, Illinois, in Champaign, Illinois. Which one did I forget? Columbia, Missouri. Go get yourself some Soul Taco, guys. It's seriously the best. They have delicious tacos, burritos, quesadillas, kimchi fries, Talk all sorts of shit, guys. They serve them uh, delicious craft beers if you want them. They also have really good soda options. Go get yourself some Soul Taco, Korea Mexican fusion food. Tell them the band from Ringside Sencha. And we have... JJ Twigs on Southampton, which is St. Louis style pizza. Uh, the Blues are in the playoffs, guys. If you go to JJ Twigs and watch a Blues game, they have bucket specials. They have pizza places, the uh, pizza specials. Mm-mm. Tell them the band from Ringside Center. I go there the, all the time. And the Cards I'll, are playing now, so and the Cardinals are playing now too. I go there every weekend. I don't invite from my band from Ringside Brothers because, like I said, I need a break from the wrestling. So See, that means like I need a break from of us. I, I need yeah. a break from these guys too. Just I just need a break. He's acting like he embarrassed yeah, of us. Guys, I'm a busy guy with a reputation hey, this, to okay, maintain. Okay. See, here you go. All right. No, that good thing this is supersized because we it's about to see we we ought to get it on. <laughs> and without further ado, let's get to our three counts. Jason, we're gonna take it in uh chronological order from what happened this weekend. Start us off. Chronological order on Friday night, which was weird to say because usually on a Friday night I'm heading home and I'm thinking, well, not even heading home. I'm heading to see my brother Bill have some drinks, shoot the shit. Don't say the bar that I work at because they're not, not going they're to. Not, they're not, not a sponsor. sponsor. It's Jack Patrick's. Trenton <laughs> <laughs> and Olive. Um, so, but this Friday it was different. I found myself rushing through red lights, not looking at my phone, trying to make sure I got home and didn't see any spoilers because rushing through red lights. Yeah, as a black man in St. Louis, you, you might pick not and choose be, your spots. Might you not be might spots. not be the safest in, in, move. In the city, you can do that. In you city, not so much. You gotta okay. be able to pay attention <laughs> what's going on. So I get home. I'm thinking, I'm thinking my man know, knows which red lights he can run. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Down here, it's all good. So we get home, crack open the uh, WWE Network, and take over Brooklyn from the Barclays Center. Five matches, all title matches, starting off at the top. Woo! Work my way down. Johnny Gargano finally reaches the mountaintop, beating Adam Cole in a two out of three falls match. Um Amazing match. I'm, I'm not going. We'll get into all the specifics of it from there. Going backwards, we had Shayna Baszler retaining the NXT Women's Championship in a fatal four way over Bianca Belair, Io Shirai, and Kerry Sane. In the middle, which was probably the best match of the bunch, in my opinion, is Walter defeating oh, oh. Pete Dunn oh um, in a barn burner match. I mean, it's. It was probably one of the best matches of the year. I'll just go ahead and get that out the table. Uh, from there, you had um, Velveteen Dream retaining over um, Matt Riddle. A kind of an interesting match. Once again, we'll talk about that. And then the Curtain Jerker were the War Raiders retaining over Ricochet and Aleister Black. Um, overall, this was an amazing three-hour ride. Um, no spoilers on my on my side of the fence, so I got to enjoy it. As it unfolded, it was 
it's classic takeover. It's a melting pot of gumbo of greatness, and I just enjoyed every spoonful of it. I can't speak I'm, for anybody else. I'm interested to hear, though. You said that you thought that Walter versus Pete Dunne was the match of the night. No shit? No shit. I can, I can see it. No I, shit. I, I understand. It was two out of three falls. I, I can understand that. This was... This was different, okay? This was literally, and then Pete Dunn and Walter have done this before, obviously. This was just on a bigger stage, quote unquote, bigger stage with winning streak versus undefeated streak. So there's something to be said about that. And the way they kind of did this story where Pete Dunn was, was clearly the smaller guy, but he gave as good as he got. It took Walter to jump off the top to finally finish the deal, it told a good story. The physicality was good. I don't think there's there's no real wrong answer, okay? You can go one of two ways. Was I it, wouldn't have a problem with either way. Uh, I'm going to ask you a question now, and uh, I'm going to ask for your answer later. So was it the best takeover of all time? And then I'm going to ask Zach. Zach, what were your opinions about NXT TakeOver New York 2019? So Jason went backwards, but just going forwards from like the tag match, like I generally vocalize my like excitement for a show about like how just like physically I am into it and just like going backwards from the tag match and then going or forwards from the tag match to uh, Gargano winning the championship. Like I went from (laughs) black person in movie theater. Like, just vocalizing everything, like, sure. oh, damn, yeah. <laughs> to Mexican at a cockfight. <laughs> just fucking freaking out. Like, I was losing my fucking mind. Like, I had, like, all the rent money on this fucking chicken. Sure. Like, <laughs> we going to hell. <laughs> that, yeah. So, That's I think, great. I mean, recency bias is, is a thing, and I will say it was the best takeover I've ever seen. Uh I, I want to go back and watch more and, you know, kind of look at it more objectively. But right now, it, it's the best. So I've watched uh, the first two matches and the last match twice. I haven't watched Walter twice, and I didn't watch uh, the women's match twice. Even though the women's match, I, I've heard a lot of people talking about this, and I feel like the women's match is getting short shrift. It was not a popcorn match at all. It was a, it was not a popcorn it, match. It, 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 just, was, it, it was in between two great fucking matches, so it kind of just kind of blends it was, into the background it, a little it, bit. It was a great match. Um, I think that Cole Gargano was the best takeover match that we've seen. And may, you know what? May, maybe not because the first two falls were a little pedestrian, uh, for lack of a better word. Uh, I know that when you're fighting two, three, our best two out of three falls match, that you're going to get, um, it's going to have to be a build. But when they got into that third fall, I don't think there's ever been, I, th- I think that's the peak of wrestling, period. And I'm not saying there might not be other things tied for it, like uh, Omega Okada. Certainly Omega Okada 4. Well, certain parts of every single Omega Okada match. But I think Cole versus Gargano, when you get when you break it down those last 10 or 15 minutes of that match after they got the first two falls out of the way. On a three week build. Yeah. I'm not I'm not sure that I'm not sure no, that, you're not get I'm not sure that anything gets better than that. Uh I didn't know this. I I came into the WrestleMania party that we were all at at Tender Mahal's house and uh I was saying to people that 
takeover was good. There was nothing that we take over that weekend, which was for sure. But I was also saying that it was probably the best takeover of all time. I'm not sure. New Orleans was also fucking fire. And we always, I mean, recency bias for some reason uh, tends to dominate takeover conversations. Like it's always been better than the last one. It's always because they're so good. But man, when you take into account Riddle versus Velveteen Dream, and okay, Dream, Dream, Dream finally got that, Dream finally got that big win, which uh, is a great move because we don't need a big undefeated Matt Riddle. Like it hurt no one for him to lose. It like did, it was the perfect time for him to lose. No, it, it was the perfect time to lose. I'll just say that I, it was just it was very weird to see how they booked it. I get it. You want to look make Matt Riddle look strong mm-hmm. for those who don't know against Velveteen, it won't hurt. I mean, Matt Riddle hasn't performed in a takeover except for against Cassius Ono. That right. was kind of his coming out party, right? So, so I get it. I'm it's I'm not knocking it. It was just weird, and those pe- and those people that didn't like that match or whatever, I can kind of understand why they didn't like it, but understand it was done for purpose. There were people that didn't like that match. Oh yeah, the Riddle Dream match. Oh yeah. Those people would complain about a blowjob. Seriously. <laughs> I don't care how much teeth are in it. Like, I'm still getting my dick sucked. Right. It, I mean, it's like it's like pizza with pe- pineapple on it. Yeah. I'll just Why pick it just up. He was like, well, goddamn, these motherfuckers ain't changed. Yeah, but exactly. really, Gar- Gar- Gargano versus Cole, though, was... It was... Uh, I mean, I was, I was watching it with my brother-in-law, Steve... At my house, before we went to the WrestleMania party, my wife sat down, had a gummy, and she was sitting there for a while, and she started marking out as she was watching it, like, and she doesn't give a fuck about wrestling, and she was like, wait a minute, who's the good guy and who's the bad guy? And I was like, it doesn't matter, I was like, just watch, and she was reacting to moves the same way that Steve and I were, and she doesn't give a fuck. Fuck no, there's about no question. No, there's no question about yeah. it. I mean, Stevie Wonder could see that. Go the, ahead. The, the only weakness was the the build because it was a, a thrown together match. Uh, I through no fault of theirs. Through no fault injury. of theirs, and they worked with it, and they put on you know, it arguably the greatest match in NXT Takeover. I mean, there's people. Uh, Dave Meltzer just straight up said this is the best match in WWE history. He said it was the best match in American wrestling history. Yeah, is what he said. Wow. Okay. Yeah. He gave it five and a half. Well, well, five that, and a half stars. I didn't see what I didn't see how Jeez many stars Louise. he gave it, but okay. I did. I did hear a couple of days later. That's why I was going to say is I went to the WrestleMania party being like, man, that was that was one of the best matches I've ever seen. Dave Meltzer said it was the best. It might have been the best American wrestling match he'd ever seen. And we all know that he's a big fan of Brett versus Austin. Yeah. At, at 13. As am I. That, that 13? That's, that's yeah. my favorite WrestleMania match of all time. Well, I mean, it's not even. I, I mean, there's one thing about recency bias, but there's another thing about nostalgia where yeah. you remember that Brett versus Austin was so. I think it was 13. Is that 13? 13? Yeah, it was 13. So it's Brett versus Austin. And of course, that's a great match. And of course, that. But. That match, in hindsight, became better because we knew what Austin became, right? Sure. Right. It was great then, but it it It, it starts to be- transcend now. Yes. Yep. Absolutely. As, as, his, as Austin's star ascends, you can look back on that and be like, okay, well, then where, where did this really start? Some people say King of the Ring 96 when he yeah. cut the promo on Jake the Snake, but really it took off. Right then, because they did the double, they protected double turn. him. They protected and they, him, and then they did the double turn. Two, yeah. more, two more things you can't give short shrift to, though, when you're talking about takeover is one is the crowd. 
Oh, best crowd. The crowd adds so much to it because the crowd's so into it. If every crowd was into it as that. Yeah. And you know what? You know, we'll get to us later with WrestleMania and G1 Supercard. But when you don't wear a crowd out, then the crowd has no chance to be worn out. And the crowd will, will be excited for everything. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Uh, the second thing is Mauro Ranallo, who, I mean, what percentage... I mean, I would say that Mauro Ranallo is 20% of how much I like NXT TakeOvers. He adds so much to it. And that is a big part of watching wrestling because you are watching people fake fight. So if somebody is taking it seriously and they're telling you to take it seriously, you as the audience are going to take it more seriously. His portfolio. I know that was you look at, really I mean, well said. He's called, <laughs> he's called ma- major fights, uh, like shoot fights. Uh, he's called major pro wrestling events. And, you know, everybody calls Jim Ross the greatest commentator of all time. And it, it's hard to argue that. But. Marvin Allo is not Jim Ross's age, and I think uh, history will look incredibly kindly on Marvin Allo. Like, my generation, or not my generation, a younger generation than me will recognize Maro as the Jim Ross of this generation. He is the best commentator, bar none, in the business. Yeah, Maro Ranallo is to Jim Ross what Johnny Gargano is to Shawn Michaels. It's like, yeah. like the, the guys that came before him obviously had to do that, before, before that new, could happen. Before the newer guys could happen. Yeah. It's just like nobody ever did a 720 before Tony Hawk did. And then right. once, right, Nine, I, 900. 900, but, 900 yeah. okay. Thanks. <laughs> but tomato, tomato. <laughs> I'm not a skater. Right, no, no. You guys like not not this fucking poser? You guys, like, Tony Hawk? you guys like Mike McGill? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, also, the tag team match was great. Uh, fucking Ricochet, Fall Away slammed fucking Hanson. Dude, he Jesus caught him Christ. in the caught air. Caught him in midair and Fall Away slammed it was, him. It's, it's, but TakeOver is the best because it's only three hours and it's nonstop action and it is the best. And uh, I know that we have a little bit of extra time tonight, but we can't take too much time on this because we've got a bunch of stuff to get to. So let's get to our two counts. Two count was uh, Saturday. We had G1 Supercard. This was my night. So Friday, I was actually off. I rushed home. I was going to watch. Uh, I was going to buy the Stardom show and watch TakeOver. Uh, I got real tired after TakeOver, all that energy, you know, cheering for my chicken. And uh, <laughs> I always went to bed. But I had to work. <laughs> cheering for my chicken. <laughs> so uh, Saturday, I had to work. Uh, and G1 Supercard happened. So uh, I got to watch it. A like, shirt that says two beer on the front and cheering for my chicken on the back. <laughs> yes. God. Yeah, make it happen, pro wrestling. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, so... Um, Saturday, I worked, uh, got home, and watched this uh, very long show. I, d- I obviously did not get to the end of it because it's five and a half fucking hours. So uh, this suffered a little bit uh, like WrestleMania did in the sense that the show was too long. And also, um, when you kind of look down the card, a lot of the ROH stuff was a lot weaker than the New Japan stuff. And a lot of that is not due to talent. It's just due to booking. Um, it was just long, and the booking decisions were weird including bringing in Enzo and Cass, uh, which, I mean, we can talk about maybe in the odds and ends, or we'll talk about it in the future, but anyway. No, let's talk about it here, but let's get through the card, yeah. because... So, uh, Kenny King won the 30-man Honor Rumble, uh, eliminating Jushin Liger and uh, the Great Muda, which I marked out whenever I saw the Great Muda. He was back mm-hmm. from double knee surgery. Uh, you know, wasn't moving super great, but he's old as shit. His elbow drops look great. 
was fucking cool to see him. I, I popped real hard because I as a kid I watched him and Sting go Came at in it. And number thirty, I was just like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, <laughs> that was like one of the coolest things of. The, I was gonna skip this. <laughs> yeah, so Kenny King's gonna get a shot at the ROH World Championship. Uh, Jeff Cobb defeated Will Ospreay, so he is now the ROH TV champion and the never open weight champion. It was a great match. It was Kill, a great match. Killer match. Uh, those guys are, can both work. Jeff Cobb is. Uh, since Marty Skrull's probably going to AEW, Jeff Cobb is the future of ROH, in my opinion. They need to put all their money on that guy. Uh, Roosh defeated Dalton Castle. I wasn't really looking forward to this match, but they it was perfect. It was 15 seconds. Uh, Roosh just dominated him, and then we got a Dalton Castle heel turn. He turned on the boys and got super upset uh, because he was the champion for a long time. And I mean, it makes sense that he turned on the boys, but... I loved having him with those oh. boys, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, it gave so him a funny. little something different, but since he's come back, I mean, he's been on this monster losing streak, so I mean, right. this is what, it's heel. It's good character yeah, development. Yeah, it's heel. What a heel could do. Long-term Go booking, yeah. Uh, Kelly Klein defeated Mayu Itamini. I was really hoping that this match would be better than their last match. Mm. Uh, it wasn't. Um, they For whatever reason, Kelly Klein's decent worker. Mayu Itani's a great worker. Top five women in the world. Uh, they could not get a good match, uh, and now Kelly Klein went over, and she's the Women of Honor World Championship. ROH got has to do something with their fucking women's division because hey, uh, they it seems tacked on. Well, now uh, you brought in uh, what Madison I mean, Rain and uh, not Madison Rain, but um, Velvet Sky and uh, shit Angelina Love. Yeah. So then they end up attacking poor Kelly Klein, who's now went from heel to. Kind of crappy baby face that was led. Uh, what's what's the uh, Manny Leone? So now they're Ogmore, Manny Leone, Angelina Love, and Velvet Sky. I'm like, okay, see, no, no this ain't him. TNA. See, yeah, you need you need good workers to to carry those kind of workers. You know I'm not saying that it can't be done. I just didn't like the way it was it yeah. was booked. You know what's funny though is that like where WWE gets dragged into a lot of indie uh, attitude, for lack of a better word. WWE is leading the charge on women's wrestling because NJPW still has zero. Well, but they have uh, stardom, and it's just a separate thing. Like, you know, Joshi Wrestling, they have their own, you know, uh, there's uh, Tokyo Joshi, there's stardom. You know, they don't really need but they're not, that. They're not putting them, and, and, and I'm not acting like WWE is super progressive because obviously this is the first year they've ever had a main event, but... WWE is certainly leading the charge when it comes to women's wrestling. American women's wrestling outside of Shimmer and Rise, you know, which are, again, it's it's just like the Japanese thing. They're like separate entities. So WWE is leading the charge. They have the best, WWE and NXT have the best intergender I and, mean, and Impact have yeah. the best intergender, like, group. Yeah, they're, yeah they're I was going to say, don't sleep shimmer. on uh, Impact. Impact's women's wrestling division is good. Yeah, they got Tessa Blanchard. They got uh, Jordan Grace, who's fucking great. Uh, yeah, Tessa Blanchard's a superstar. Tyre Valkyrie. Yeah, Tyre Valkyrie, who's, you know, and there's Mexican stuff. Like, she's in CMLL also. Yeah. Or AAA, rather. Sorry. But anyway, yeah, no, I, I totally understand that. It's just, it's just different, I feel like, in Japan because there is such a strong Joshi fan base, and it's just a separate fan base. From New Japan, All Japan, Dragon Gate. Um, so, I don't know. Maybe it's like a, a different cultural lens, and maybe I'm like way harder on America than I no, am. No. Than the, I the, am. Po- the point was ROH needs to, the women's division needs to be better. It needs period. it needs some injection, and and AEW's taking because ROH, ROH is American. Yeah, and AEW's taking everybody like oh, that's, okay, that, they're the, snatching up everybody that's, that's then, good. This isn't the answer. I don't know what is, 
But this ain't it. Yeah, and this is a recent thing. It's not like the women of honor have been around forever. Like they just decided to do it, but they didn't. They didn't build stars before they did it. Right. right. And yeah. So anyway, uh, it's not the most exciting thing. Uh, we had Flip Gordon and Lifeblood, which is Juice Robinson and Mark Haskins, defeated Bully Ray, Shane Taylor, and Silas Young. Uh, it was a six-man New York City street fight. Uh, this is fine. It felt like it dragged. It was 15 Dude, minutes. It was, it was way too long. Just, the whole thing was to get Flip Gordon over. Yeah, he there was a worked injury. We all thought he was hurt. Yeah, I didn't think he was going to show yeah, up. They actually worked all the, I don't know if they worked the boys, but they worked all of us. Yeah, I was worked. Yeah. I mean, they worked everybody in the the wrestling community thinking that he wasn't going to be there because if Bully Ray had an open challenge, you knew it was going to be Flip Gordon. So they said that Flip Gordon was hurt. So you didn't know who was going to be. Juice Robinson steps up. So, okay. I'm like, all right, this would be okay. I mean, Juice doesn't need this rub, but whatever. This was what we're arguing. I said arguing. I was mad about, Overbooking with Charlotte, Becky, and Ronda. This was just as bad, and it was on the fly, but not yeah. even on the fly. But it was part of the storyline. It didn't need to I was be like, fifteen Man, come minutes. On. Yeah, I this like is how way when, too I long. like how when Jason is watching wrestling by himself, he still characterizes it as him arguing with people. He's like, <laughs> I was arguing. He's like, no, I was just mad. At it. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Uh, next, we had Dragon Lee defeated Taiji Ishimori and Bandito to be the new IWGP Junior Heavyweight Bandito Champion. Bandito is a great pickup. Uh, great pickup for ROH. Uh, one of the best. Uh, this was a short match, so you could have taken short. five minutes from that fucking six-man and put it on here, because mm-hmm. uh, these guys can all go. Uh, it'd be cool to see Dragon Lee more in in New Japan. For sure. He, you know. I think he's going to be part of the uh, the best of Super Junior. Hey, Bandito had, birth- Bandito had a birthday this week. Look forward to find out how old he turned. Excellent. Then we had Gorillas of Destiny, Tamatanga, Tangaloa, uh, defeated Villain Enterprises, PCO, and Brody King, uh, and Los Ingobernables de Japón, Evil Ensenada, and the Briscoe Brothers, Jay Mar- Briscoe and Mark Briscoe. So... Uh, all you need to know about this is it was as brutal as it sounds. Uh, PCO took a fucking power bomb from the ring to the floor with not through a table, just onto the fucking floor. Ring to floor power bomb. I don't ever need to see that again. This dude's 50 fucking plus. Uh, he scares me every time he gets in the ring. If I was a little kid and I was like, my dad took me to an ROH show, I'd be terrified of, of PCO. <laughs> But uh, so they took all the belts, but then Yano came and stole the IWGP okay. belt. So as Jason says, justify fuck Yano. Yeah, so fuck Yano. But during this, at the end of this, he's cool with me. Enzo and Cass. You cool with Thievery? Or as they're now called, uh, Enzo without an E. So in capital Z O and Kaz XL <laughs> are. Now That's doing an invasion they like, angle. They sound like Wu Army members from 1999. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, so, it's Kill a Priest and Enzo with Kaz. <laughs> Kaz XL. So they're obviously trying to do an invasion angle, but instead of the NWO, they're the free agents with a oh, Z, I think. No. Uh, this is the worst. Like, this is the kind of shit ROH needs to be on the top of their game with AEW coming around, and they are bottom of the barrel booking. Dude, this is bad. This is bad. This is the best you could do is Enzo and Cavs? Come on now. Damn. It's fucking terrible. At, le- at least. Enzo's a great talker. No. Stop. This is not going. Go ahead and finish. Go ahead and finish. No, I'll, I'll, Enzo's I'll, I'll shit on it in Enzo's a second. a great talker. No, I'll He's shit a great on it in talker. a second. And for a while, they were the best hot tag in wrestling. I mean, we all talked about how good they were in NXT. It was the same formula. 
Enzo goes in and sells, and he did a great job doing it. And then Cass got the hot tag, and he he came down, and we were clamoring for them to be champions on the main roster. I don't. But that was before a lot of shit happened. <laughs> like that was before a lot of shit happened. I was say before everybody goes ape shit. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Um, we had Zack Saber Jr. defeat Tanahashi uh, in the British Heavyweight Championship match. Uh, great match. We've seen this match before. It was just as good as it has been. Fifteen minutes. Tap that motherfucker out. And then another match that a lot of people are talking about. Match of the weekend. Kota Ibushi defeated Naito. That, this was, was, that was the match of the G1. It was the match of the G1. This is also the match that we've seen before, and it's terrifying. Every time. Uh, I mean, Jesus fucking Christ. These guys. <laughs> Naito... Naito's not gonna have longevity. Like Abushi looks hey, like. Hey, hey, hey! Don't, don't, no, don't speak like that. Abushi's already broken his neck once. The dude looks like he's twenty-four years old. Always, he's thirty-six years old. <laughs> like, I mean, who is t- Kota Abushi? He's thirty-six oh, years he's old. Not. He's thirty-six <laughs> years old. He looks is like he he's twenty-four. <laughs> dude, he's thirty-six. Dude, they said on the tel- on the on the, uh, the street that they're both the same age. They're yeah, 36. and Naito's thirty-six. Naito that's looks pretty, way more beat up. That's pretty wild that Abushi's thirty-six. Exactly, and that, that's what scares me. You know, he's already broken his neck once. Naito has not had that scare, but he does. You notice he starts out matches real slow, tranquilo, which fits his character, but it also fits like having a style where he's going to kill himself by the end. You know, these guys had a lot of fun. It was a fucking great match. I mean, just fucking watch it. it, it it's watch it once at least. That was the match of the night for me. Me too. Uh, Matt Taven defeated Jay Lethal and Marty Skrull. I know a lot of people wanted Marty Skrull to win this, including me, but Matt Taven has been groomed for this for a fucking year. Uh, I mean, if you watch ROH Weekly, uh, he has been groomed for this um, for a long time. Three-way ladder match. This really was good the match. match of the night for me. It was a half an hour, uh, and it didn't drag. No, they um, were killing each other. It was, it was, it was really good. <laughs> Marty, Marty Skrull is amazing. They are trying to kill the fans. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, that ladder. Oh, God that bless Jay Lethal. That, I that, get it. That but. was one of the scariest moments I've ever seen for a fan before when that ladder was in an X and did like the tumble roll. Oh, fuck. Like where Lethal threw it out. And I guess he thought it was just going to land and fall down, but it. Well, I mean, we've talked about this before. The distance between the ring itself, the distance between the ring itself and the ROH barricade is like really small. Yeah. That's how Matt Taven broke his leg because he was coming out, I guess, feet first or whatever and, and jacked up his shit. So there, there's not a lot of room for error to begin with. Yeah. Okay, maybe this wasn't the best idea to yeah, be throwing so maybe a two ladders. It always makes it always makes me more impressed from that one time that Brock Lesnar threw the money in the bank all the way up the ramp and he threw it like a perfect strike. Oh, like, that's amazing! If yeah. it just would have gone over a little bit, it could have killed somebody. Oh, dude, oh, it was well on the hit way a three-year-old go- kid in the noggin. Oh, yeah. sure, it was well on the way to go into the front row. It was uh, but I'm glad that Matt Taven won because I think Matt Taven's the right guy at the right time. Yeah, for sure. It makes sense. And no, he's he's going to be a huge here, star if they play this carry this bullshit is the Yeah. Well, here's the best wow. part about Matt Taven. <laughs> Matt wow. Taven. ROH is not what it was a few years ago. So, I mean, no, that, there not. is something. No, they, the stars that they lost, they haven't replaced. They haven't replaced. Right. And there is the problem. My favorite part about Matt Taven, and Bully though, Ray is... Bully going out there and beating the shit out of people ain't going to do it. it. Ain't yeah. going to do it. The, the, the worst Although part Flip of the Gordon night. is... They're not coming star. through but, that they door. Are, but, they, but that, that's my problem, though. Kevin McHale's oh. not coming through this door. <laughs> Larry Bird is not coming through this door. Adam Cole's not coming through this door. Yes. Right. 
I will say they this just, about Matt Taven. Flip Gordon was already quick. over. They didn't have to go through that. Go ahead. Sure. Uh, Matt Taven is always a heel. That yeah. dude is never going to be a baby face, and he is always a heel, and he does a good job. Hey, man. Uh, even if he's not a super worker like some of the guys that have left. You know, he's no Samoa Joe. He's no fucking AJ Styles. Who he's is? no Adam who Cole. Is? But who, who is? is? Yeah. Baby! He is, some people. He's good. Uh, so, uh, and then we had Kazucho Okada, my man, uh, defeated Jay White, uh, who's, you know, this is what I wanted to see. So yeah, it, it was the payoff. Yeah. And uh, we now have Okada back on top. This where was, was he this is what's to be. supposed to be Kenny Omega going down. Yeah, and this in this is case, it, it worked itself out because okay, the overall long term booking worked. But then you made a superstar in Jay White along the yep, way, who's going to have a very bright future. Oh hell yeah, he has amazing psychology, great promos, and he's got a bright future. I'm just happy that Okada. Is back on top. Yeah, for sure. I'll just I'll say this, and I know we got to move on. This, and I and I said in weeks coming up to this, I had super high expectations for this. I mean, probably unrealistic expectations. This was probably the maybe the mid. This is WrestleMania. I can see going either way because there was a lot of good stuff both ways, but there was a lot of bad shit both ways too. And unfortunately, the ROH side is catching a lot of this bad shit. The Bully Ray segment was way too long. It was way overbooked. Um, I thought they could have done a little more with the triple threat junior heavyweight title match, but that's just me. You know, it wasn't that long ago where we thought of uh, Ring of Honor and New Japan as being on par with each other or on the same level, and that's just not the case. Now, and you and you had said it um, when we were watching the the ladder match or whatever. There was the Matt Taven spot when he did the uh, the suicide dive onto Marty Scurll through the table, and it looked like the director just cut told the cameraman to cut at the very last second and i, and I and said come on see director full, yeah you didn't see the full you know movement from back to forth through the, the ropes yeah but that's not that's not all of it though like it's just it's just uh i mean you can see the difference in quality and maybe it's just different in uh style but when it's abushi versus naido and i realize that those are two of the best wrestlers in the world yeah so be- but you're watching abushi versus naido in a one-on-one match and then you're watching taven versus lethal who i love i love lethal but he's getting old he's getting a little slow and then and uh, you throw a scroll in there like which one would you rather watch of course you'd rather watch abushi versus naido i don't know a single person that wouldn't you know that there was actually argument, uh, ROH, and there's no argument, I think, from any fan, but ROH was arguing for that ladder match to go on last instead of Okada. I, I mean, I believe it, but... Yeah, like, I can believe it, too, but, I mean, I'm, you can't. That's not what, crowds are, that's not what crowds are clamoring no, for. that fucking crowd, that New York crowd, they've seen ROH. They came there for New Japan, and yep. you could tell by their reactions. Yeah, That's can. exactly right, yep. and we gotta get... Sorry. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. We gotta get to our three count. All right, guys. So what else uh, is there to talk about? We got <laughs> WrestleMania 35, and uh, let's. I mean, I'm not gonna start at the beginning, uh, but I will start with the scores, which is JCB scored 18 points. Zach or Zach Bowen didn't come in second place. I did um, really bad. Murray Man came in second place with 17 points. Zach Pullman came in third place with 15 points. Engin- Engineer worse. Sam 
came in fourth place with 14 points. Oh, my God. And, uh, no, like I said, uh, did I already do the three-count thing? Oh. <laughs> I, thought, I thought I was going to come in below Bill here. but And then Bill came in last place with 13 points. So... Kurt Stallion's coming for you. <laughs> we don't even know what this year's total is. It's like I know, mysteriously I lost, disappeared. I lost that notebook. I, I'll just take two chops from him, okay? <laughs> uh, WrestleMania started out... Uh, Oddly, I don't think anybody called the Brock Lesnar-Seth Rollins match to come out first, but it was an exciting uh, eight minutes, I would say, that they were only in the ring. The uh, the ring, the bell rang probably only two and a half minutes before it was over. Seth Rollins gave Brock Lesnar three curb stomps, and that was the end of the match. Mm-hmm. Any thoughts on that, guys? I'm glad Seth Rollins went over. I'm glad Seth Rollins See, went over. See, getting the biggest part of that whole story. It's the low blow. Yeah. The low blow sets everything else up. Two minutes and 29 seconds. Uh, and of, of official ring time. Yeah. Before before that, Brock is throwing him around like a little rag doll. It's crazy because this was the low blow that we saw the week before, and I was like, man, I was like, that's not a babyface move. It's the low blow that we saw with uh, Daniel Bryan. But that turned that's him also, heel. Okay, but... I turned a mega heel. Okay, but this... this is why I I've was been, there. Th- okay, but... <laughs> I was in the building. <laughs> right? <laughs> but this is what I've been trying to say the whole way through, and it's just now kind of coming full circle. A lot of these matches are basically the same. It's the same formula. From one to the next to the next to the next. Just you mean, in this you case, mean babyface sells the whole time, and then that's just, just in this yeah. case. Here's the yeah, switch. That's, that's WWE style. But WWE here's the switch. Yeah. The babyface kicks uh, Brock Lesnar low, and then he goes over to win. That was to me the biggest deal. I just thought it was going to be a low blow. Here comes the third curb stomp. Brock's going to flip out of this as usual. We're going on to Saudi. What I thought was interesting to me was that. Um, the kickoff match at WrestleMania is always the babyface winning. So at the party that we were at, right when right when they decided that was going to be the, the opening match, I said Seth Rollins is winning. Seth Rollins won with a low blow and then three curb stomps. But he was all. They also kind of set it up the Raw before with a couple other low blows. I don't think anybody. I don't think anybody is bothered by this just because it's just, it's everybody not a hates face move. They wanted the belt under- back on the brand. They wanted the belt back on the brand. Okay, and the only you, way that Vince could have put... Except for me, I picked Brock. I picked Brock, too. Everybody I picked mean, Brock except for Murray. Good, good, good job, job, Murray. Murray. <laughs> <laughs> We'd have put that sack on the table. I just, I mean, I, you could have did that. You could have took the, the belt off of Brock anyway before this and up to this point and did it in a way that protected him and gotten Seth here's, over. Here's an idea. You never had to put him on him in the first place well, because I Goldberg mean, never had to oh beat Kevin Owens. Uh, here we go. <laughs> like, we could have had the belt on the brand Get for the last him. two and a half years. Oh. Get the Brock matches would have meant just as much for the last two years. <laughs> Even if he didn't have the belt, they would have meant just as much. That's right. All right, so you guys weren't cool with Lesnar. You guys weren't cool with Lesnar losing the Rollins. No, I don't mind. I'm fine that. with I it. Just, I, just, I didn't pick I, it, but I'm fine with it. I don't. I just rather he. Especially, I'd rather it be booked differently. Make your baby face a, a strong, yeah, a strong baby, baby face, face instead of a. You know, but Seth Rollins is kind of a cheater anyway. Yeah, you know, once so, a cheater, okay, always yeah. a cheater. Okay, Seth. okay, fair. Okay, fair enough. Fair Flash enough. your dick all over the internet. Whoa! Really sh- not really sure what to say. To this aren't you guys cool with Rollins having the belt now? Damn, it feels like I'm being chastised. Okay, yeah, I mean, it's it's okay. Let's, All right, so it's uh, I, here's go back the thing. I don't, I don't care. How about that? 
It's eventually going back. I want to. I want to see. I want to. I, I think he can make something of it, but I just don't care right now. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to go with the big ones uh, initially, and then we'll see if we have enough time for the small ones. Um, <laughs> Becky Lynch in the main event. Becky Lynch in the main event ends up going over Charlotte Flair and Ronda Rousey in an anticlimactic uh, pin that may have been a botch. It looks like. From what I've read on dirt sheets, it looks like everybody botched it. The ref got fined. Yeah. The ref got fined. Because he's supposed to call it like a shoot, and her shoulder was up, and he didn't. Because he was in in bad position. Yeah, and he knew the finish. Okay, so what I've understood is that the crucifix was the finish of the match. Now, referee's in bad spot. Shoulders are off mat. Referee counts three. It's been eight hours. You just go home. Right. Okay. <laughs> it's, yeah. So, I mean, it's well, it's a lot of blame to go around. I, I mean, think a lot of this blame has to go to the referee a little bit. But ultimately, I think this is going back to what Two Beer just said. Man, it's a seven-hour show. I was, I was just going to say, I mean, Two Beer was making the joke, but that's that's the biggest point. Like, if you're having a seven-and-a-half-hour show, you can't expect the crowd, and the crowd wasn't in, as into that women's not, not match as they would have been if it was just a five-hour show, or even a six-hour show. Yeah. But let's just the say... The crowd th- peaked at Kofi Bryant. They peaked. They yeah. peaked at Kofi Bryant, uh, which we'll get to next. But if... Once they're spent, like, if you're asking people to, like, so we're talking about going to WrestleMania next year, right, which is in Tampa where my brother-in-law lives, and we can stay at a bunch of places, and we're like, hey, if BFR is going to go there, and we've talked as a group, and we were like, if we're going to go to two, if it's going to be TakeOver WrestleMania and the Raw after WrestleMania, which two tickets are we going to buy? And without Without exception, everybody says take over in the Raw after WrestleMania. And the reason is, if you're going to go to WrestleMania, you have to eat two meals there. It's exhausting. <laughs> I'd rather watch it like at home or with you guys. Like I had, a, of honestly, we I had a great time. We went to Joey's. It was fucking great. Thank yeah. you, Joey, for hosting. I, it was fun because as hell. I would not have made it through that show. I guarantee you guys, if I was at home, I would have fucking just turned it off and watched it the next morning. You can bring a bowl morning. into Joey's house? Yeah. <laughs> I brought a whole cooler and a lawn chair. Yeah, it was a, it was a nice and, ass And bread. cookies, and yeah, it was good. Uh, but no, get, no, get back, getting back to the women, though, it, yeah. it's an A-plus for effort. It was not a, for lack of effort. No, it, they did it, There every, was a tired crowd. Yeah. yeah. It's the same thing that goes to Okada and White. It's the same thing that goes to that ladder match. Really, that ladder match crowd was kind of dead also. Those were way better yeah, executed. I was getting ready to say, I think Okada and Jay White was a little, a little light crowd reaction, but... It, it was, was way better executed. Was a, I agree with that. And once the crowd did get into it, they never came back. This it was, was a long, long, long show. show. Long show. Long show. This is Becky's night to shine. She this is looked, why Takeover kills it, though. Becky looked great. Like she came out. She was. She went from Becky with the good hair to Becky two belts. But like she had great <laughs> hair coming out. Like and she looked fantastic. But like this was like her night to shine, and she didn't shine. Like she won the belts, but like she might have been like. Okay, like not the best Char- part of that match. Charlotte carried the match. Charlotte I, carried I, the entire I, match. I rewatched the match today, and it was all Charlotte. Yeah, can we? It was a disappointing but, match. But we also knew. We also knew going in, 
that Charlotte's the best worker of the three. No doubt. And that's kind of the reason why I think ultimately they put her in just in case. That said, I think part of this. It's an easier match to work with only two people. I'm not disagreeing with that. Another story for another time. Don't you think the time that this match started has something to do with oh, it? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Of course a, it does. It started at midnight. When's yeah. the last time the, any of these people wrestled a show at midnight? Yeah. That, to me, it blows oh, I, my I, mind. I don't, think, I don't think it has anything to do I with think the performance. I think it has something. It's got... No. You got to get into the mindset of no. They have adrenaline pump and shit like that. How long adrenaline is adrenaline supposed thing. to that go? That only lasts so long. You know, that was a what? Yeah, twenty minute match. I, I don't know. They waited. That adrenaline lasts a few I, minutes. I, you know what? I mean, I, I, I'll I just say don't don't undersell the fact that not, at midnight. I don't care how much adrenaline you have. You could overthink this. You've just you made them wait a little too long. I'm not com- too late. I'm not completely shitting on your point. Um, I'm agreeing with your point to the effect that if the crowd would have been more into it, the wrestlers might have been more yeah, into it. Yeah, and the crowd was dead. Fair. If they were in full sail wrestling, if they were at full sail university full, at okay, midnight, even they, at full it wouldn't sale, matter. It wouldn't even have mattered. Even at full sail, if you're there for three, four, five tapings, that's, they could the, have been, that's the equivalent of four or five not, hours. They could have been at MetLife three hours earlier. The crowd was hot for Daniel Bryan and, and Kofi. You're not going to get a takeover Okay, pass let's, move over, let's move over to Daniel Bryan real, and Kofi, quick, which was... I mentioned MetLife uh, Stadium. It's actually MetLife Center, as numerous as, people corrected me on Twitter with my amazingly famous tweet that has turned into a meme now. For Bill, BFR, JCB, BFR, a thousand retweets. Let's pause for yes. a second. Zach had the biggest tweet out of this uh, out of this podcast. It might have been the biggest tweet of WrestleMania. I'm not I'm not even exaggerating. That's not how How many likes and how many retweets did you get? It was over a thousand check likes it, at one right point. Check it right now. It was like 2,100. A uh, thousand retweets, 2,100 likes of, as a Leave Tuesday. it to a guy from Calhoun County, Illinois <laughs> to, get a, to get a viral tweet about the N-word. <laughs> <laughs> so it was 1,028 retweets and 2,726 likes. That's about as big as you get okay. and and turned, on wrestling Twitter, and it guys. turned to a, into a meme on Reddit. On black, black, on, black on black guys Reddit or something, black, right? Black people Twitter and black people Twitter, <laughs> yeah, and on our wrestling. <laughs> but the motherfuckers cropped out my my name. Okay, yeah, I was gonna say leave it to us black folks. No, Man, we taking credit. You say motherfuckers? He wasn't saying a different yeah, word. No, I'm saying leave it to us black he folks. Wanted, he wasn't saying a different word. There. Honestly, I'm on black. <laughs> I'm on black people Twitter. You know, half the people on black people Twitter are just white people. <laughs> Speaking of black people, Twitter, uh, the match of the night. I think it's. I don't think anybody. I don't think anybody would disagree that the match of the night was Kofi Kingston versus oh, Daniel Bryan. Shit, that's great. Oh yeah, and, and not just because it was a feel good moment. That was actually the match of the a, night. It was, it was the best match. match. I, it was a well told story. M- matches of the night that involved Daniel Bryan aren't rare. I mean, Daniel Bryan is great, but also Kofi Kingston. Stepped up to the plate in up. his biggest his biggest match of his entire career, Agreed. and made it so special. Agreed. And that was a really special. It was a really special WrestleMania moment. Maybe top five, top oh, ten. Yeah, I think for, for me, it's easy. Top five, top five, top ten of all time. Um, Shit, Xavier's face whenever he was pulling off the the the, yeah, the cloth on the pedestal to, say, to, to pull out the other belt. 
Like, I mean, like he no. almost had Oof. me in tears. I <laughs> mean, no, no joke. I, the best WrestleMania moments of the last ten years. These are the three. It's uh, Daniel Bryan winning it all, Kofi Kingston, and Seth Rollins cashing in. Yeah, Th- those are the three best of the last ten years. Don't forget right? John Cena's thugonomics. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about that. I don't even, th- I've been waiting for that g- for a decade, and now you hear you bring this shit up? Damn! <laughs> but Kofi Kingston and Daniel Bryan had a barn burner of a match. It was no joke of a match. Daniel Bryan is so good. I've watched it three play- times. It's Daniel amazing. Bryan is so good at they playing told a great heel. story. He's, he told a great story. He's so good at taking bumps. So he, good at he selling. Made, Daniel Bryan made it look like Kofi Kingston out-wrestled him. Yeah. Like... And Kofi's great, but that's how good Daniel Bryan is, who him and Zack Sabre are the best technical wrestlers in the world. It's almost impossible to out-wrestle Daniel Bryan. I think that was kind of the the story being told. You thought that if this got to a technical wrestling match, it would be Daniel Bryan, and it it felt like Kofi was one step ahead. And Kofi was one step ahead of him, yeah. Or he he worked his way out every time. And maybe this is just how I feel, how I felt watching it. Because I I know what kind of, like I've seen Daniel Bryan I I haven't watched very much Total Divas or whatever but I think I know what Daniel Bryan as a guy is like I bet Daniel Bryan if you asked him what his favorite WrestleMania moments are like he would he would love to to put over Kofi Kingston say, that's why he's number two probably his number two maybe his number one like it was it I would was like to really, think selfishly was, that number one would be him winning yeah. in you, New Orleans, hope that he was that, that, that guy crowd, yeah. that crowd exploded when Kobe oh, yeah. won though yeah and, they, and I think that was the preeminent moment looking back where that was they busted their oh, cherry WWE, and then that was WWE it WWE thought that this Wrestlemania was going to be the women's Wrestlemania and really it was the Kofi Wrestlemania for sure it, it, and, and that, it was that the, happened organically and it was the Wrestlemania ultimately that as much as we scream WWE doesn't give us what we want they really did in this scenario in 16 matches there were 12 face wins and 7 out of 9 title changes it was a feel good Wrestlemania yeah, I mean, I mean let's, okay let's, there you go so I mean we'll, credit where credit is due I'll hammer them when I need to but I'll give them credit in this scenario the, for the most part what they what people wanted what people were clamming for they gave it to them we got, now about, we got to go for we that. got about 15 minutes left uh, there's a couple other things I want to go over real quick Quick, AJ versus RKO was fine. AJ AJ went over. Uh, He hurt his hip. Yeah, he might be out for a little bit. AJ went over though, which uh, was unexpected uh, for a lot of us. Shane versus Miz was a Shane versus Miz was a really fun brawl. It was better than I thought. And I loved Shane winning just by accident by taking the move and ending up on top. The way the way they shot it, like. It looked so good. Like Miz he, is out for. Well, that was well. He's got staples in his head from the. Uh, I don't know shit. Yeah, one of the bombs that they took in the up on the, the scaffold. I think he's just tired. Uh, Roman Reigns versus McIntyre was the real disappointment dead, of the night for dead, me. Dead crowd. Like it, it was. It was, a it was a raw match. It was a raw match. Yeah, and we've seen yeah. it before. Was it a surprise that he lost? No. But it would have been better for everybody involved. It would have been better on a smaller card and a I, shorter show. I mean, before we get into Raw and SmackDown, which we might have not much time for, before we get into Raw and SmackDown, it would have been better for Raw and SmackDown if McIntyre would have won, and it wouldn't have hurt Reigns at all. But, I mean, that's Vince uh-uh. being Vince. Uh-uh. Uh, <laughs> Lashley versus Finn. Uh, the greatest four minutes of Intercontinental Championship history. Just retire, <laughs> just retire the demon. You mean it was better than Warrior beating Honky Tonk Man? Can we retire the demon? 
Can we retire the demon? I retract that statement. <laughs> no, we can't. This is why we can't retire the demon because it it's WrestleMania, and this it's is the so bad part about stupid. WrestleMania. The demon it's wins. So stupid. Uh, Buddy Murphy, Tony Nice, Tony Nice went over Buddy Murphy on the pre-show. That surprised me. Um, but until Wednesday, do you see what's happening on Wednesday? Buddy no. Murphy versus Velveteen Dream oh. on NXT for the North American Championship, yeah, so which you, is fucking awesome. If you watch the if you watch the WWE.com like behind the scenes, like Velveteen yeah. Dream's cutting a promo and right. Buddy, Buddy yeah, Murphy's behind that. him. It was great. Nah, and Velveteen's like, oh, just needling shit. him. He's like, where's your belt? Where's your belt? <laughs> like, so fucking good. So I'm thinking that Buddy Murphy is NXT Our now. Buddy Murphy... No, that Buddy Murphy wins the NXT North American Championship, and that frees up Velveteen Fuck. Dream to go against Gargano for the NXT Championship, or to go to the main roster. Is there a Hush your mouth with is that. there a takeover for Money in the Bank? No, no it's uh, always for the big four. A year ago, I would have said Hush your mouth about. There's only Velveteen, four. There was five. Last I can year. see Velveteen coming did, up. I think they did one for Money in the Bank. That Money in the Bank is coming up. I think it's the it's 15th. the next it's the next, next, next pay per view. But there's the definitely 15th. not a takeover for it. There's I wouldn't definitely think not. so. Yeah, it's, no. it's, it's, okay. You got to build it up. Uh, 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 the SmackDown uh, tag match. Can we talk about that? Because yes, that was we the can talk about that. That was the like, was great. probably second best match on the entire card. Mm. Uh, nah. Well, I, I loved it. Yeah, it was it was really I, good. I love everybody. Best, but every, it was good match. It was like Kofi Bryan for me, and then that. Um, oh, if he, I mean, I don't know. Seth Brock, whatever. AJ, AJ uh, Orton, I thought was better than uh, the I tag like the team. tag match better. Okay, fair. Just personal um, taste, but it was really good. I I really liked that tag match, which I didn't get a chance to watch you today because I was out on the porch smoking cigarettes, uh, shooting the shit with some people. Uh, shooting the shit with John Jones at uh, Southwest Diner, not a sponsor. Uh-oh. <laughs> don't, don't, don't call that man out. Don't go there, John, but, but it's really John, good. Don't, don't, don't let that man talk Don't go to Southwest Diner, but it's really good. It's really fucking good. Um, That's great. I, I, go, I, I go there, and I didn't know John owned it. <laughs> you didn't know <laughs> really? it for real? Yeah, I didn't oh, know. Hey, it's a cool shit. Yeah. Um, one match... That probably could have headlined a lot of other pay-per-views and was not a bad match, but on WrestleMania probably shouldn't have lasted 25 minutes. Was Hunter versus Batista? Yeah, it was not a bad match. It's it was not a bad trick or car wreck type of match. Just 15 minutes too long. It was really long. It was 26 minutes, I think. 24, 25, without the entrances. Without the entrances. Without the entrances. That's too much, man. Look. That's but that's the nostalgia of WrestleMania. Here's the bad part. Well, and Hunter always gets a half an hour. Man, that's crazy, like, dude. I mean, they did DX DX versus the fucking brothers of whatever destruction. Destruction. That was a half an hour. That was a half hour. Yeah, yeah. the Hunter Batista match was not bad though. If you no. don't mind, a couple of legends. That might be the best legends match of all time. Both those guys are in their fifties. Oh, oh my god, they look great. They, yeah, they, uh, yeah, they physically look great. The match was. It needed the gimmicks to to get it by. That's yeah. basically what it boils down to to me. It is was what it, is. what it was. Yeah. Uh, Kurt Angle lost to Corbin. It was. I know. I understand going out on your back, but I just have a problem like with it being Corbin. It's the. Otherwise, you get. Otherwise, you just might as well just let this dude go. I mean, you if you can't beat, God forbid, Kurt Angle at this point. If you're Baron Corbin. Release this man. Let him go about his business. What's so funny is on Raw, like 
Angle's talking about, like, my career's ending and yours is just beginning. Corbin's been in WWE as long as Angle ever was. Nah, that's not true. If you count NXT, he's been in the system. Okay, let's just let's go like this. Are no, we, are we really that's, going to compare the careers as a of, wrestler? Are we really getting ready to car- compare the careers of Kurt Angle hey, and double, Barry Corbin? Hey, no, Zach. I'm just double, saying timeline wise. Double down on it, Zach. Double down on it. All right, let's Google it. You just go about your business. He was in. He was. He was. He probably came up to WWE '99. He was. Then went to TNA. And then he was there like '04. So that's, yeah, what, five years? Yeah. And then he came back three years ago. Yeah, but he never wrestled. Like, he was a fucking... So he's been there for eight or nine years. Are you saying Corbin's been there for eight or nine years? I'm talking about the five years. That's what I'm talking about. Like, not the three matches that he's wrestled in the last three years. I'm talking about, (laughs) like, his actual wrestling career. Five years. Corbin's been there for, what, on the main roster for, like, three years and, like, NXT for two? What was the other thing that we were going to talk about? We were going to talk about John Cena with the Thugonomics. You guys cool with this? I, ago, I was yeah. sports entertained. Yeah. That, that, bam. I'd rather have a bam. match than him in a, and then in a match. Bam. There I re, you go. I rewatched it today and it's it's the worst. It's the worst <laughs> fucking thing in the fucking world. If it wasn't WrestleMania, I'd hate yeah. it. But it was Fuck. WrestleMania. Yeah, it was WrestleMania. I don't know so I'm how it they ever thought it was a good idea. What, what, what else would you want him to do? You know he's going to be on the show. What you else need, do you want him okay, to do? Okay, you didn't have Undertaker. Nothing. You, you didn't have Undertaker. Cena's going to have just one of the other. One of the others going to be on. Five him? No. No, F5 him. What? John Cena stealing Brock Lesnar's move? Or, you know, F5, AA. He whatever. doesn't do it anymore. He does the punch. Oh, yeah. There's no AAs anymore. That's going to do it for our three count. <laughs> Jason, tell us about FNB. <laughs> FNB Eatery at 3453 Southampton, part of our Southampton Mafia of Restaurant Tour sponsors. Go check my boy Mike out. He's going to be there every day. Well, not every day. I'm sorry. Uh, Wednesday through Friday from. 10 to 8, and then on Saturday and Sundays from 8 to 2. I'm a breakfast guy, and I still haven't been there. It's just one of those things where I need to just get my narrow ass up and take my ass down there. Why don't you wake me up, beat me down there. Don't meet me down there. Beat me down there. 3453 F&B Eatery. Tell them JCB and Ban from Ringside sent you. This is Ban from Ringside. All right, so we got to get to some other stuff that happened after WrestleMania. Not a whole lot, I guess. I mean, there were a couple of big debuts. We had Sami Zayn come back and cut a mean promo on the crowd. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what do you guys think about Sami Zayn coming back? Great promo, uh, he, or as he is a great promo. This sounds like Vince being mad at the fans and he gave him a promo to be Vince's mouthpiece. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, but do you think Sammy would do, do that though? Well, like, he's under contract. He's going to have to do whatever. Yeah, I was going to say it's not like he, you got a choice in that matter. Uh, he, he looked pretty into it. I'm sure oh, that, no, I'm he's, sure that, that he, yeah. he's just talented. No, I'm sure that there's some part of him that feels that way oh, because that I too, mean that, that's just that's the nature of everybody's every a critic. Well, every, yeah, but yeah. That's, a, that's a, you got good fans, you got fa- bad fans, you got fans in the middle. Look at Bret Hart, you, okay? What, he just got guys, attacked this, at this, the uh, Hall of Fame. That was crazy. Yeah. This forced with some introspection. What do you guys think we are? Uh, I'm somewhere in the gray. Yeah, because I'm never really down on the talent, hardly. Like I I I get critical of like booking and, yeah and, booking and and, up, and company you know, direction and company stuff. problems yeah but as far as like uh, like talent um, I just like to think that I'm like a very positive wrestler I'm not like one of those guys on Twitter like that's like super negative I'm a, I'm a little negative here sometimes on WWE but 
No, if it's anything, are I'm more ta- guys, negative against this. Are you guys trying to talk yourself out of being the guys that Sami Zayn was talking to? Yeah, no, I said promo? I was somewhere some in the introspection. No, that's I was what somewhere that's in what I mean. They brought like because I don't want to be. No, that. he's talking to us. No, he's not. <laughs> yes, he no, is. No, he's really not. Trust me. If I wanted to shit on everything WWE, I could find a reason to. Tonight is a great example. There were great things about WrestleMania. Some good, some bad, some great, some really some fucking forgivable shitty. just because it was WrestleMania. Okay. But that's just the nature of WrestleMania and WWE in general. It is sports entertainment. Sports entertainment is not necessarily what I like, but it's the main thing that we always talk about. So I watch it. It's like I said at WrestleMania. WWE is my wife. The independent wrestling are my side bitches. I'll always be married to my wife, but I'm always going to be t- talking actually, to my side bitches. I actually made a, side, a similar joke because uh, Bill was talking about watching WrestleMania after TakeOver. And I'm like, yeah, it's like fucking a high class prostitute and then fucking your wife. <laughs> what? Do you guys really think that you aren't the people that Sami Zayn is talking about? I could be. Look, I can't be Maybe. negative about the, the I just WWE, like to think that but I'm, I don't think it, I'd I don't like think to think I'm that I wasn't. here. Because I'm not, I'm not. I would just like to think that I'm not. But I don't maybe come I in am. here ready to shit on WWE. I had every some self, week. What I meant is when I, had when some I do it, I think it's justifi- justifiable. That's, <laughs> that's my story. I'm sticking to it. <laughs> that's incredible. That's the truth. Uh, so uh, Elias took uh, finishing moves from Cena and Taker uh, in consecutive nights. Thoughts about that, guys? Um, it's he's a star, right? Yeah, and he's going to face Taker in Saudi Arabia. Good for him. Yeah, I was going to say, we he needs to get a, a, more of a rub than taking finishers. I guess that's where I'm going with So it. the Iconics won the women's tag team. I like it. No problem with it. You guys are cool with that? Sasha cool Bailey is the bigger picture. They're also singles competitors. Like right. The Iconics are not. not. And I don't more understand. In- yeah, I understand how people are mad. Yeah. Come on, really? This is <laughs> this is what we're going to make our our stand that Sasha and Bailey should still be tag you know team why? champions. You know, no. why, you know why people are mad is because they're marks. Sorry, okay, you're, you're but getting I mean, worked. Like the whole reason you put the belts on a fucking super heel like that is to get worked. Okay, like and, and get them heat. You're what you're worked. doing. Yeah, it's working real well, guys. Yeah, whatever. And those girls, like Billy Kay's not a great worker. Peyton Royce is better. They're fucking sweet girls from Australia that had an amazing WrestleMania moment. Be happy for them. And then boo them whenever you go to the show because you got to boo the fucking heels. I'm going to fucking boo the heels. I'm going to Raw next Friday in St. Louis. I got free tickets. I'm still not giving any money to WWE. I got free (laughs) tickets. And I'm going to boo the fucking heels the whole time. You had to justify it, didn't you? I did. What do you guys think about Lacey Evans going at Becky Lynch? It's a good start for Becky's apparent. Double Becky two belts, double title reign. Um, it's good to see Lacey Evans do something. If this is the way Instead we're going to start, yeah, I was going to say if this is the way we're going to start this feud, it's it's a start. We'll see where it goes, but it was good to see both sides do something because this is apparently the way we're going to go. She's going to take that SmackDown belt off of her. That's what I was going. That's what I said on Twitter that I got the sneaky suspicion that Lacey Evans is here to take one of these titles. Yep. Whichever one it is, I don't necessarily know, don't care, but I don't see Becky being a dual champion for long. Uh, Dean Ambrose is gone. Yeah. Uh, uh, R.I.P. Dean Ambrose? No. That was no. a good curtain call. Did you guys watch it yeah, on WWE.com? Yeah, uh, it was a good, good curtain call. Uh, 
I don't know what the non-competes like. I think it's 60 Six, days. I thought it was 90, but... Could I mean, be 90. Uh, he's not going to be a double or nothing then. No. But I mean, that was definitely out. From that point... Cody doesn't have an opponent yet. So I was thinking, I was like, oh, John Moxley would be like, perfect. It could be. Um, but it's it's not, if no, that's the case. I just don't, so th- funny to hear I don't you think say he's John out. Moxley, because that's my cousin's name. Really? Yeah, his name's John Moxley. That's weird. I don't think he's going to... First cousin. Uh, actually... He's like my age. This would be good for Dean Ambrose, honestly. Get him away, get him recharged, you know, put some juice back in the battery. If he wants to come back, great. If he doesn't, you he know, might not even bring wrestle. him to bacon. Like, he's kind of a weird cat. Like, yeah, he, he, he might, might not wrestle. wrestle. Like, he might nah, just fucking. He'll be wrestling within the year. Renee, I, I would like Renee to think has, so, but. Renee has a cushy job. Yep. And he just got off of a injury where he sat at home for six months and maybe he was like, I kind of like this. I ain't mad at you. <laughs> Fuck, I was unemployed for like two months. I loved it. Okay, you can start getting used to that shit. <laughs> yeah. was like, was like, Everybody's always like, you know, I couldn't be so-and-so's wife. I'd be like, shit, I'd be a wife like a motherfucker, Mr. Halle Berry. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Take whatever you got. Okay. Lars Sullivan. Uh, Good for him. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to shit on him too much tonight. Um, it was a It was a decent start. You came out, you destroyed three guys in two nights. Decent start. Yeah, and he, you know, looked good. He's had some uh, health issues. Again, another bonus point to Mauro Ronaldo. Without the Mauro Ronaldo thing, where he was out and the whole bullying situation, and Mauro Ronaldo is a big mental health advocate. Without Mauro Ronaldo, I think Lars Sullivan would have been fired. Yeah, like he would. They, Vince would have just looked at him like he looked at the fucking writer that wrote. Vince's name into Bret Hart's fucking Hall of Fame speech and would just been like, get out of here. Right. And 20 years ago, he never would have had a job. And now they waited for, they were patient. It's it's baby steps with WWE. Some, yes. th- when they do it right, they do it right. This is one yeah. of those times where they actually they did the, the right thing. And, and he's still getting his push. Yeah. It's just later than they thought, which is fine. Yeah. Uh, there was one more thing I wanted to talk to you guys about. Was oh, it the- yeah. It's Hawkins Ryder. Are now the tag team champs of Raw. I think that they let uh, the Hardys win the SmackDown belts and the Revival lose the SmackDown belts because the Revival are going to go to SmackDown and face the Hardys. I think they're both probably. Uh, I think Usos are going to Raw too. Well, mm-hmm. it's kind of weird to have the Raw and SmackDown after WrestleMania to happen. Uh, right before the superstar shakeup happens, it kind of dulls down everything that happened because the end of Raw with the bar coming in to fuck with uh, Kofi and Seth they was about as big of a disappointment no, they, as you they, could they, watch. Now, see, this is where I'm going to shit on that, them. You knew they, that they it did, was... No, they did that to themselves. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, the, and everything that they got. Everything that happened, they deserved it. Oh, by the Why way. Why fuck around with a good ass moment? Outside of this, like, guys. Uh, Raw and SmackDown, Raw was down 25% versus last year, and SmackDown was down 26% versus last year. If you have any business, if you're Soul Taco, and last year in April, you had 25% more people buying tacos, you would start thinking, huh, what are we doing with our tacos that maybe aren't as good as they were last year? And then you had a second location in another city, and those tacos were also not as good. (laughs) Because less people were buying them, you'd be like, well, maybe we should do what we were doing before with our tacos that seemed to be working so well. But no, we're just getting lots of money anyway, so we're going to... If you had any business in the world, you would be worried. Oh, shit. And also, the the 25%... The 25% that's down is the young people. Like, so the... 
older people are going to die and they're going to stop eating tacos. And the young people are just not going to eat tacos. So I don't know. Like, I feel, I feel like when you're talking about older people are going to die, you're talking about Jason. <laughs> <laughs> Man, look at me, dog. I'm in a basic shape. I look great. I feel good. Pfft. 75 easy. Hey, everybody. We know there's tons <laughs> of podcasts to listen to. So we appreciate you guys. Take to listen to ours. <laughs> we got some I'm, birthdays I'm to get to. We got it. Harley Race is 76. Gold Dust is 50. Balls Mahoney is 47. Lita is 44. Brian Adams? R.I.P. Question mark. He's 55. Austin Aries is 41. Brian Adams like Crush? George. Crush is dead. Is that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He, he's dead. Okay. That's what I Georgie thought. Animal Steel, RIP, is 82. Vicky Guerrero is 51. Paul London is 39. Mia Yim is 30. Piper is, wow. would have been 65. RIP. Asian Batty. And Bandito. 22. 24. Wow. Jesus Christ. Uh, two beer. Two beer. Oh, yeah. Two beers' birthday was this week. He's How old do you guys think he is? <laughs> How old do you guys think he is? Uh, he said it, uh, I think he said 39. I deserve that. I was it was th- 34. I was, I was going to say 33. You look youthful. Nah. I'm, I'm, a, no, you're, you're closer to me in age. For Shock City Studios. <laughs> I'm going to die at 55. For Soul Tago. For Check. JJ Twigs. For Check. F&B Eatery. Check. For Schlafly. Check. For Sam the Muller Mall, for Murray the Murray Man, Mr. Murray check. for Bo the Vice Geeseman, for Two Beers Zach Bowman, happy birthday. happy birthday for Jason Cornelius Bell, I am wild, Bill Vagy, and everybody boo the heat. Boo! Boo!